Welcome to another edition of Pin Years Back. Here are your hosts, George, Max, and Lloyd. Welcome back, everybody. It's the end slash beginning of week two going into three. A lot of upsets, a lot of up and downs, especially for our teams. But uh, let's get straight to it. Who do you guys want to start with first? Max, you may take I, the helm no, here, sir. No, you no, definitely no, had no, the worst no. bad beat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it was rough. <laughs> I mean, let's just quarter by quarter here. First quarter, 3-3, three, three, close game. You know, neck and neck, through and through. Should have been ahead, weren't, but it's cool. Second quarter, we put up three touchdowns. Uh, we hold the Titans to three field goals the whole entire half, which is beautiful. Second half? These, these, I guess they decided to stay in the locker room um, because the the team that performed in the fourth quarter and the third quarter is didn't do good, and there's there's just so many parts where like a lot of uh, there's some Seahawks fans who are saying that uh, oh well if Jason Myers had hit this kick it wouldn't have mattered. You know what I mean? I never blame a game down to a missed field goal. Never. You know, it's on the entire team. It's a team sport, but they just imploded in the fourth quarter. There's no, you know, there's no way of getting around it. I mean, you guys saw like Derrick Henry just like, he was like non-existent in the first half. It's a tale of two halves. It's, you know, plain and simple. It's it's like Tennessee finally said after a game and a half, uh, we have, we have this guy. He's a, Destroyer of worlds. Maybe we should <laughs> give him the ball. <laughs> Destroyer of worlds. And the funniest part, it's like, okay, let me just go through what happened. Because it, the, the CX are still starting Trey Flowers. They had one-on-one coverage multiple times with Trey Flowers going up against either Julio Jones. Uh-uh, not going to happen, Trey. Or AJ Brown. Uh-uh, not gonna happen, Trey. Every single time. It's every t- there's like a 10, 15 yard, you know, completion. You're like, oh, Trey Flowers. Oh, Trey Flowers. Oh, look, Trey Flowers. Every it's a trend. It's so frustrating as a fan where you're just like, how what are you guys doing? And then in the fourth quarter, they were playing. They were playing. They were playing so far back. They're giving them like ten yards of, of room, and they were just dumping the ball off first down. Dump the ball first down. Dump the ball first down. Dump the ball first down. They're like, well, "How can we beat this?" Oh, I I got it. Let's back up our players even farther back. <laughs> they, they were playing in like the end zone at one point, and I'm just like, they're, they're just like past. They're in the parking lot trying to guard people in the end zone. And I'm like, why, why are we playing so far back? I don't know what Ken Norton's defense. I, I don't, I don't get it. It's, you know, it's similar concerns that we had last year about the defense and they were just kind of, they popped up again and it's very worrisome, but uh, the defensive line wasn't as good as it was the last week. But, you know, at the same time, you know, I, I DK Metcalf got a little angry again and got a little pushy and shovey and didn't, you know, produce the numbers that you reminded me about. He needs, he needs, need them fantasy points, man. Need them fantasy points. You're about ready to get dropped. Because like the one bright spot, (laughs) one bright bright spot on the Seahawks, man, is Tyler Lockett. 
phenomenal. This is, I appreciate it. Like, I just want to take a moment to do a Tyler Lockett appreciation comment here. That man, he's grown into so much. Like he was, he just had a, um, he had a press conference like yesterday or the day before. And he was talking about, he's like, honestly, he's like, no, like I, he's, he doesn't hold himself to like, oh, I'm worth this much amount of money. He doesn't equate himself to that. It's true. And he's like, I don't, he's like, when I go back home, money's not like, I don't, you know, I, I, I don't go back and go like, I'm balling. He's like, no, I don't do any of that. I, you know, he's just a very calm, humble guy who's just constantly producing, you know, year after year. And it's, it's insane. Like the deep ball is just <sighs> plop every single time. Tyler's there. He'll just adjust and turn whatever side, which is insane. And, you know, like, I just don't think he gets enough appreciation in the league as a receiver like fantasy wise yeah he does but like when people talk about the great receivers in the game they're like oh you know you got your julio you got your you know michael thomas and i'm naming players that are really good like three years ago but you get what i mean right it's like yeah. you know they're like oh you know they got deandre you got all these like tyler Lockett is consistently producing making clutch play after clutch play i think it's, it's so strange to me because on tiktok I have a lot of fantasy football and just football stuff that comes up. Right. So mm-hmm. I find it funny that like, there's always these trending TikToks where they're like, who's trending up and who's trending down. And it's yeah. always Tyler Lockett is trending up when we've known for a couple years now that he's a clear cut number one wide receiver. How is it still a trend up at that point? Mm-hmm. I, I, how far down was he, you know, to come up? It's like, I, they just like look at it because I'll say this, you know, comparatively, you put him right next to the DK Metcalf, you're just like, who's, he brought his little brother with him kind of thing. And <laughs> the one thing I could, the one thing I could say about Lockett is, and this is just perspective, right? It's kind of, I think it's, this might be getting into what you guys were talking about, is, I don't want to say consistency, but, like from a fantasy perspective, he's never he hasn't been one of those like top guys. He he kind of reminded you of like a uh, a ty mm-hmm. boomer bust. In the past, that's kind of what it felt like with him. I think over the past couple years, it's been a hell of a lot more consistent for the team. He has come up as that wide receiver it was, leader. It, well, it was the moment. It was right after Doug Baldwin retired. I mean, you could see it. Like, well, yeah, because when when he retired. Tyler was number one, and then we drafted DK, and everyone's like, oh, he's the future number one. We're like, guys, we have Lockett. What do you – and it's it's just like Lockett can go off for a game for like 200 yards and three touchdowns, just hypothetically. And then DK puts up like 75 yards and a tutty, and everyone's like, DK had tutty. an amazing game. And you're just like, did you guys see what Lockett did? They'll show like their one or two highlights and be like, yeah, Tyler Lockett had a very clutch touchdown, but that DK, and like, it's nothing personal towards DK, but like, yo, you gotta like, Lockett is just, again, consistent. Like, it, to us, like, <laughs> as a Seahawks fan and stuff, like, fantasy wise, I definitely get your point because, again, that's, you know, after Doug Ball, he was the number two behind Doug. And then once Doug retired, he became number one and he stepped up right into the role. And like, a lot of, you know, CX fans were a little worried. They're like, you know, can he be the number one? We got DK. He's still a young kid. What can we do? And he stepped in like, you know, that was his job and he, he performed it fantastically and he continues to do this each day. 
I'm actually very surprised with your running game, man. It's like the Titans kind of shut us down, man. It's like, I mean, Carson still got a couple of Redstone scores, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they they didn't run a lot either. They kind of like chilled back because it wasn't working. And I mean, they only attempt they only ran, um, say fifteen times that wasn't Wilson. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, like they, I, and it's it, you know. Pete always talks about you gotta have a balance. Gotta have a balance. Like you're not showing a balance. balance. Like, <laughs> so well, balance? I think what they're doing is they figure you know <laughs> run is not working, so let's go to passing, and then passing was successful. And then you know they uh, they start relied on that, and then once the Titans shut that down, they're like, oh, let's try running, and it didn't work, so they just went right back to passing. So that, question for you: Did you feel like? The Seahawks lost this lost this game, or did the Titans win this game? Mm. I sounds like was, a little bit of coaching was an issue here too. It was, it was okay. The number one thing that the Seahawks defense does notoriously, coaching wise and player wise, is closing out games, and they can't like they have a very very hard time adjusting and this is a big problem last year at the first half of the season until we kind of figured it out in the second half of the season and then the Rams just picked us apart again but it, you know for some reason they're just not good at adjusting and it's been a problem that's been popping up more and more frequently over the last two three years and you know I hate to point fingers but again who's running the defense the last two three years Ken Orton Jr. but hey let's keep Let's keep going on about, you know, he's a Carol's guy. And I like the guy, but, you know, clearly he's not doing – we just – they're not adjusting. And, like, the offense is encouraging because you bring a guy like Waldron who's already mixing stuff up, and we look good for the most part. We still need to figure it out, obviously, and adjust in our own sense and do stuff. But the defense has kind of just been the same. And, you know, it was a little disappointing with the Jamal Adams didn't have a great game either. And he was missing a few, like he was getting a little antsy and was like running up when he needed to be back covering. And there was, there's even a, a there's a clip where Quandre Diggs, the, our free safety, he got like after a touchdown was given up or a big play was given up, like you could see him, he was like slamming his helmet down. He was like pissed off because, and everyone's like, I think Jamal was supposed to be there and he wasn't. And I, I, I you know, it's it's one of those things like, can they get it fixed? We just paid this guy a lot of money and traded two first for him, or what are we going to do here? Like, if he's not a system fit, you know, we got we kind of have to do do what we do, go back to normal, do what he does with the defensive linemen, and let them do let them play how they play best. You know, don't try to put them into a certain thing, but play them how they play best. And if that's the case, then you kind of need to put Jamal as like this hybrid role and put another safety back there. Kind because of what he's, he's always going to, but if he's not going to cover, you know, it's like I, you know, if he's blowing these coverages every single time, like, what are we going to do? Because Bobby sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> every <Yep. man. laughs> so coaching. So you is that is that, we've had this discussion before. Is it time for Pete to go? Yeah, I mean, I think it's time for Pete to retire. It's 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 it, you know probably. This, you know, I, I outside of a Super Bowl, 
you know, like what's maybe the, you, what's the pulse out there home? in Seattle in regards to that question? Cloudy with a chance of rain. Um, <laughs> That's every day. <laughs> there's, so there's, there's, there's like different, you know, as football fans, you guys know that there's different subsects of fans. And sure. so there's one, there's these people who are the, I, they, you know, we look at them kind of like the 2013 Seahawks fans where they're like living in the still, past, you know, like, yeah, we're still <laughs> making it to the playoffs. Well, what are we doing in the playoffs? Losing in the first round every time. Or we beat beat like the Lions who are like eight and eight and then we lose in the next game. So it's like, you know what I mean? And then there's people like me who are just like, just because we're not, we don't have losing records doesn't mean we're not doing bad or, you know, like it's not good. If we keep narrowly winning and letting these teams come back, there's something going on that's wrong. And the one consistent thing is you can take all the players out and put new players in, and they're like, well, they need it's to the same problem. No, no, you have to like scheme better because it's not if the guys that are getting these first outs and converting on these these incre- you know these like third and longs and they're getting completed completed first downs on. There's all that coverage. That's a design. That's a coaching design thing. That's nothing to do with like you can't expect Bobby to be 15 yards back and also five yards, you know, five yards from the line of scrimmage at the same time, you know, and they put, you know, I I just, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) I don't know, but I like to me, it's a coaching thing. I think you can only ask the players to be in one place, one place at one time. And it, you know, it's it's disappointing. I think it goes but, to yeah. show. Uh, I think what a good example I think of this would be would be, and I'm not comparing the two by any means, but Uh-oh. Jeff Fisher, and then switching over to to Sean McVay, where he already had that team in place, and then Sean McVay comes in and starts just rolling through the the entire league. Fisher to was me, just oh, that was such a bad fit. Uh, they 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 were stagnant, and that's what I I feel like. Because I also have the Seahawks on my Twitter, and yeah. you know, so I get all their mentions and whatnot or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like a lot of fans kind of just want Carol gone, gone. or just in a different role. Mm-hmm. And it, and to me, it's just so similar to what the Rams were going through. And I'm just like, ah, this might happen in the That's next year point. or two. That's a good point. It's, so look, I, it's it's a little different in this in the fact of like it's gonna happen kind of thing because you got Pete and John. John got re up. Pete didn't get re up. I don't think. I don't know. I can't remember. But you also you had Paul Allen. Now you have Jody Allen. And Jody Allen's kind of defaulting to them. And I think right now we we spoke about this. Uh, this like off season that yeah, he has a lot of control apparently. So he has a lot of choice and stuff. So it's, I, you know, outside of Pete being like, Hey, you know, I got, I got the perfect replacement that I don't think we're going to get a change anytime soon. And it's, it's, we're the problem that as a Seahawks fan, the, the frustrating part is they say one thing and they do another, like they, they preach, preach and preach competition yet you have a defensive lineman named Alton Robinson who continuously he's the one that like got the hand on Tannehill to force the fumble 
he's consistently week after week, ever since we drafted him last year in the fifth round, every time he gets the opportunity, he shows up and he gets like 12, 15 snaps. And you're like, what, what are you doing? And then now this week, he's like, Oh, Alton deserves, you know, to have more snaps. I'm like, well, we'll see. You've said that before about a lot of players and then they haven't played. Like, I, you know what I mean? And even running these weird defensive fronts where we have like five D linemen on there. And I'm like, okay, like, what are we doing here? And it's a good thing that we have 17 games now, you know? So it's going to be interesting with 17. Essentially, I think what the league is doing, they're basically just using these first two, three games, just going over some schemes that they couldn't really do in the preseason. Which is cool. We can get into this later, but I think we need to bring up the the taunting rule. Hey, well, since you brought that up, this is a whole another topic that came up this past weekend. But college ball, you guys watch college ball at all? I haven't watched it yet. No, if you guys don't know about the uh, uh, what's the rule? Not headhunter rule, targeting rule. Targeting, yeah. Look it up. Is that that's, where they get kicked out? That's got to change. Kicking out the guys like that, it's got they got to change Hasn't that. Rule. Been there for a long time. No, it's a couple years. It's it's, it's only been in, in play for a couple years. It just dramatically alters games mm-hmm. dramatically. Anyways, you brought up rules and agreed yeah, it's, it's, with the whole taunting thing. There's uh, a one player on our team, Marquise Blair, who went to Utah. Yeah, I think he got kicked out like two games for targeting, and because he is like he's a heavy hitter, he like flies and wants to put the put a lick on you. It's yeah, he got kicked out a couple games <laughs> before that year we drafted him. And we're like, yeah. oh yeah, and I was like, you know, you're like cool, like go after that. But it, this taunting rule is like that is one thing, but the taunting rule is ridiculous. You can't. I agree. There was there was this one specifically a play where DJ Reed, our our you know our cornerback, our uh, right cornerback, he broke up the ball from I think it was Julio, and it was a great stop, and it was a fourth down. They got him to fourth down, and he got real excited. He's like, "Yeah, let's go!" And he was looking in the area, and they called a fifteen yard penalty. And gave him the first down. I was like, "That's so crazy, man!" It's going back to the no fun league. It's, you know? it's, and that's it's, that's crazy. It's like, yep, it's just disappointing. And people are like, "Oh, well, you know, it's just the thing." And I'm like, "It's it's killing the game." I'm like, "You're you're you're like people aren't happy. We you can't have that. You can't say the flight like." What do you like after you give him a, a you know you get a big hit you want to pick the guy up and kiss him on the forehead and say bye see you see you in the next play bud <laughs> like no like what I don't understand it's a physical contact game let them talk let them like emote like if he like you now if DJ Reed had gotten up and like stepped on like Nandamik and Sue Aaron Rodgers stepped on him and stuff like I get it that's crazy yeah yeah like, that that's understandable he just went let's go and he's a thought he's like the same height as me and I'm like you know, you know what uh, speaking of rules you know what kind of disturbed me this weekend was that uh where they kept calling people down for no reason you what know, you mean? 
They kept calling behind the, the, the line of scrimmage. You're being chased. Mm-hmm. Oh, really prematurely. Get, like, Premature. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was. I, I saw that, that was too. killing me, yeah. man. Yeah, we were. I was. Although actually the Seahawks should have lost like immediately that. because of, Doug, because I, of the safety, but I, hey, I, hey. I, like, I don't know what you're talking about, George. That rolls. That's that's a good point. Actually, I, I forgot about that. But at the time when I saw it, I was like, "Hey, wait a minute. Why are we still playing?" Anyways. Sorry. Right, wait, right before yeah. the end zone, right before we got <laughs> swung around for the third time, it was like, <laughs> I heard whistles and I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, baby. Yeah, it doesn't even, it, I don't know, man. It's, some of these rules is just like, okay, a little a little much. Too many rules. There's too many rules. Let's just put it that I, I way. Think, I think the talking rule is way out of line. It makes no sense. And it, 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 the other ones I understand, like the early, I think they need to be know, behind the line of scrimmage. Well, like that one that you were just talking about, that one makes sense to me just because they, they're trying to protect the quarterback. You know what I mean? And if they want to stop it, like another player is just going to be flying and they're going to smack and it's going to result in a line. It's a similar thing to what they did with the kickoffs, you know, where they changed the line to prevent from injuries and injuries and concussions have gone down. So that one, like I, I do think they're calling it a little, you know, they're calling it way too soon. But again, this happens every single year. And then they kind of like slow up a little bit. I mean, just recent years experience, but yep, like good that, point. but the, but the rule generally, I agree with, I understand the reasoning behind it. The taunting rule, who the hell is that helping? No one like are players writing in to be like, Hey, can you start finding or like penalizing players who call me a bad word? There's no player writing in about that. Like, what are we, who is this helping? This assisting nobody. In the word I, of the late, great Kobe Bryant, soft. <laughs> the late, <laughs> the words. The are, league is soft, though. It's just like in basketball, too. Both are, leagues are super soft. I know. It's, it's, I don't know. I don't know who proposed that, that rule, but I think that if you were going to call a taunting play, it would be after a play, somebody's on the ground, or you get in somebody's face, somebody's grill like hard, you know, like, and like, where, where we've seen where we've seen some instances where somebody gets hit big, you know, very, very hard. They're on the ground. The tackler gets on top of them and starts yelling at him, you know, and, and looks like they're about to beat him down on the ground. Mm-hmm. That should be a taunting rule. But if you get up and celebrate with your teammates and stuff like that. Or just celebrate by yourself looking at the fans. What is that even gonna? What, how does You're that stop? stop yeah, you know what I mean. Don't how does celebrate. that stop if the game? If you score a touchdown, Come on, no man. emotion. If you get an interception or a big hit, just don't just go like oh, job well done, and you go to the sideline and sit and wait That's patiently. Crazy. Do not speak to anybody. Can't do wait it. for your fine to come into the mail for sitting too quietly. Yeah, can't do it. I, 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 I am fully on board with you with that, and I don't like it. At all. Out of out of all the rules that have come out these last two three years, the taunting rule just blows my mind about how um like this none of this makes any sense as to what, who this benefits and why it was hurting the team. I have to look into it to see like what the reasoning behind it was because none of it makes sense. It like it just logically does not make sense. Lloyd, anything at- else for the Seahawks? <laughs> well, I'm just trying to look up to uh, see who actually made that. I think it was the Cowboys from what I'm 
seeing here. I think they're the ones who put it up because the team's got to propose a, a rule change. They proposed a taunting the Cowboys. Don't quote me yet, but it's not for sure, for sure, because it's not saying like blatantly this team did this. But everything is bigger in Texas unless you, you know, hurt their feelings. But then you no. just pull out a gun. <laughs> but nothing else when it comes to the Seahawks at this point. Um, all right, Lloyd, let's talk about our Eagles. We you also go first. suffered a bad loss. You go first, negative Nancy. I, I think that I just <laughs> on, on the head last last cast when I said that Jalen Hurts is a one read QB. And I just don't see how nobody sees that right now. And made evident by if you take away your 91-yard bomb, your game was so bad that you would literally be in the bottom of the league as far as QBR and everything. But because you had that one pass... He's top five. He's top five. What? And it's crazy because I, I respond on Bleacher Report and stuff like that uh, to some of these like reports that Bleacher Report puts out. And I get so much hate because people love Jalen Hurts. And to be fair, I am not a Jalen Hurts fan, but I also don't hate the man. I think he has intangibles that can produce in this league, but... He needs to be better at reading second and third options. He can't just look for the first option and run. Him getting 80 yards rushing, 60 yards rushing every game is just not feasible in the playoffs. Especially with the running backs we have. Exactly. We have stud running backs. Why don't we use them more? I, I hardly saw any running back screens. Did you? No, and that's what we used to do all the time. We, we've we seen more. Dominate with it. We've seen more wide receiver screens than we have running back screens thus yeah. far. And I get it. We have a lot of speed, more speed than we've probably ever had in the past 20, 25 years. Easily. But at this point, I mean, I see your one read. I get it. I see it. Um, I don't think that was our main downfall for this past weekend. It was there, but I don't think it was the main issue. The main issue was just was coaching. And Sirianni's oh, come yeah. out and said it himself. It's just, I think we've talked about this off air. I know we've all texted about it too. Whatever happened with that block kick, it changed how both sides played the ball. It was a tale of two different teams. After that block kick, it was a totally different team. Couldn't do jack on offense or defense. They started to bend a little bit. They finally broke, finally allowed their first touchdown of the year. And it just persisted. I mean, I got I had texts from multiple Niners fans saying, you guys have this. Like, you're dominating us. And we did dominate that entire game. Just on the scoreboard. It was just because a bad – it was a bad game. It general. was. Overall. Yeah. Just overall. I mean, quarterback play definitely could have been better and more consistent. Um, I can't really fault the defense too much, shockingly. Minus the penalties. But uh, it was just a badly coached offensive game. Running, sorry, but after that 91 bomb that you're talking about, <laughs> you're on the two. 
how do you not score? Like, legit, how? And why in the hell do you run the Philly special? Why? Stupid. You're trying to be slick at that point. Yeah, you're trying to be cute. And like, get the ball in the freaking end zone. It's not like, really just, special if everybody knows it and it's in Madden as, like, an actual play to use. <laughs> and they smelled it, too. Hey, but on, on, a, on a good note, my lotta oh, earned, yeah. earned oh. every penny. That boy oh, yeah. totally, well, I mean, who was the linebacker that was supposed to be on him? You don't know because he didn't do shit that game. Yeah, that Bosa game. didn't do anything either. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, he was thoroughly mm. just, Warner was the only one who had a really good game. Yeah, he did. But he had a good game because of coverage. And did, well, back to what we were saying did really well. Yeah, did really well. But overall, the Eagles, I mean, we know what the 49ers are. They're a really good team. Even with all the injuries and everything that they've suffered, they draft well, clearly. Mm. But I'm actually surprised with the Eagles and their passing defense. We're currently still in the top three for passing defense, which is crazy. I know you and I have talked about this, Lloyd. We thought it would be the other way around where our rushing defense would be better than our passing, but our rushing is lacking. Still early. And our passing is, (laughs) yeah, but we, the teams we played, they, they are supposed to be passing dominant. Mm-hmm. Except for except for the for the Niners, the Niners, I think everybody expected them to be more well, they had to, team. They had to turn around because they lost some backs. I mean, right, right. They so, kind of, I mean, they're kind of in flux of like, what the hell are we gonna do now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what quarterback are we gonna go with at the same time? I think I think they they've figured out that Jimmy G is the guy, but I even against the Eagles, the he, there was there were some. Started. There were some throws that I saw where I was like, damn, he is not not very good. And then there were some where I'm like, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, he's a starting quarterback for sure, you know. But, but it's just this up yeah, and It's a roller coaster. But my thing is, is that if you're going to start a rookie, he has to be a clear-cut starter. So if even if you're going to have those ups and downs, I'd rather have the ups – than the downs that a rookie would have. Like, look at Zach Wilson. He threw four picks. You know, it's just not going to... Yeah. I'd rather not start a rookie quarterback, you know? Well, you've mentioned this before, too. Just like with um, rookie uh, rookie uh, coaches. Same deal. But, hey, I mean... Well, okay, we'll get into that a little bit later. But... <clears throat> With that being said, I mean, Max, we can come back to you, too. We didn't touch space with you on, on the Seahawks, but uh, it's also Cowboys week. Yeah. Monday night. Yeah. Um, my, so my question is a little different. Uh, who's – is it going to be Pollard or Elliot? And what are they going to do with Elliot? I might have already answered my own question. But. I th- I think there. I think we're gonna see a healthy dose of Elliot. If if it's true that the coaching staff is valuing stats more now this year, like uh, McCarthy was saying that he wanted to do. So right now we're currently, like I was saying, as far as rushing, we're in the bottom half as far as yards allowed and things like that. So. 
we're gonna I think we're gonna see a healthy dose of Zeke just because they're gonna want to contain that clock. And if we get the ball, I I I don't know why, but I feel like they're trying to do this hurry up offense to just score quickly and leave our defense out there, but that might just be rookie QB stuff and rookie, you know, defensive or offensive, I should say, uh, coordinator stuff. Because I don't, I don't know what the game plan will is catering to. I should say because right now we're we're we have like 200 yards rushing average, and passing is like 200 yards, and I would rather see more Miles Sanders rushing than Jalen Hurts rushing. And we know that they that the Cowboys secondary is suspect. Yeah. Ours who would have so, thought is better. Like so I would have yeah, I would assume that that the Cowboys are gonna just rush a little bit more and try to control that clock against us. Then it's gonna the, case, the game plan for the Eagles is gonna be passing. So then for us we would just have to attack the midfield. Cowboys linebackers are really good, man. They are. All four of them. Then it's going to come down to that long bomb. Because if you can spread it, that's the only way to really make that make that impact is you're going to have to make them think. I don't know. It's if, we'll, we'll see. I think for us specifically, we're going to have to establish some type of consistency passing running game i don't think we have a problem at all but going back over to the the stat line if you're going off the stats they're gonna go with pollard for sure i think elliot's on his way out um i think if anything i wouldn't be halfway surprised if they trade him at some point this year possibly next year for value I think we've talked about that too. What the trade value would be for Zeke? Uh, it's I, only going down. I think I think Zeke puts a lot more value on the second and third downs, and I wouldn't mind seeing Pollard on first down if they're going to continue their trend with throwing on first down, because Zeke's pass blocking ability is so underrated; it's almost criminal. The big guy. He's solid. He's a solid guy, but again, he's not. He's not putting up the numbers. Is in any facet at all. That's again going back to the numbers. If they're really looking at it from that perspective, if you're going to use him as a power back, well, you guys have never used him as a power back, really. You tried to use him as a Henry. Worked out well, but then he got away from it because Dak took over, and all you guys want to do is have an aerial assault. I don't. Because I it think sells it's tickets, man. Running does not sell that. tickets. Yeah, but it gets you that little, little ring that they haven't seen in like 30 plus years ish, give or take. It's only getting longer. Um, then they're still not going to see one this year, regardless of what happens, no matter what the outcome is. Um, well, and to your point, you know, in the last 30 years, the people who have won the Super Bowl have been people that traditionally have run the ball really well. How we take. Take the Patriots, man. They always had running backs by committee that would pretty much lead the league in rushing. Blunt. Hell, we took that. 
to the Super and Bowl. He did that too. Yeah. And he did that we, too. And Ajahi, we picked up on a steal from Miami, and he's out of the league now, just <laughs> like that. We got him on his upside, and then he left sadly because of injuries. But that's a whole nother conversation. So, end result. What's your end result for Monday? I still think it's an L. It'll be a close L. I think it's going to be closer than what most people think. Uh, just like I was telling you, I think this roster is just tailor-made to beat Dallas. I don't know if we'll beat them. I think it's going to come down to who can throw the ball better. And right now, Dak has the edge. so He's had the edge for a while. I'll give him that. And, and they don't want Dak to run anymore. So it's more, of, yeah. it's more or less it's going to be Jalen Hurts with his legs or Dak Prescott with his arm. Who do we trust more? What have we seen more is the question, too. We've seen Dak. So it's also, it's also gonna hurt too because Graham's out of her defense all year. We've had some, we got some pretty gnarly injuries. All of a sudden. Um weird. Yeah, <laughs> look, I, I love Brandon Graham as much as much as anyone. But we still have Josh Sweat. Let's not forget about him. Who just got signed. Or or Derek Barnett. I know that he's had a few penalties and things like that, but he that boy is still a monster. We still hey, have us on Ridgeway. Uh, hey, our defensive a year line so far. is stacked. So I'm not completely worried because of, of BG, but... The rotation. It's just, it just sucks your- because he's such a good human. So you hate, hey, you hate to see it, man. Maybe now we get that freaking leadership we've been needing. That's a whole other conversation. Hey, that's kind of true, though. That's kind of true. Maybe he can lead from the sideline and be that, that spoken voice, you know? Why can't we just have someone like a Ray Lewis or bring back like an old Dawkins, something like that on the sidelines? You trade back Maybe. for Malcolm Jenkins. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other topic, though. But yeah, <laughs> how you oh feel? My about God. This? Speaking of speaking of that. OK, let me throw in a totally random thought here. Oh, I was watching Monday Night Football with the with the Manners. <laughs> you okay. did watch it. Okay, and when they were talking about Tom Brady and the Patriots, I yeah. was dying laughing, yeah. man. He was like, "Yeah, I used to talk to people in the shower." <laughs> shower. Don't talk next to my my area. They got. They got oh my- god, dude! They got bikes everywhere. I can't believe he said that on air. I was like, "What did he say?" I was like, "Oh my god, no!" Did you watch when Gronk was on? Yeah, yeah, I did. That's, that's what I was bringing up. So did you hear what he, said? <laughs> he was talking about film and stuff. He's just like, like, how much film and stuff do you watch? He's like, oh, I don't really watch anything. I just do what Tom tells me. And he actually, I think, yeah. I think he got upset with him because he had to clarify. I think either today or yesterday, he's just like, no, I actually watch a lot of film. He had to like come out and making a stand. I'm like, come on, corporate overlords, just chill. Seriously. <laughs> oh my god, we're gonna get so many people in trouble, dude. It's or the or the. Or the one where, uh, what was it? I think Eli was asking, or no, Manning, or Peyton was asking him a question. And you could just totally see on his face, he was checked out. Like, totally checked out. And they're waiting. No, Grok, just totally checked out. Like, he even looked at everybody. He's like, yeah, I totally missed completely what you said that whole entire question. (laughs) (laughs) And they they both start busting up laughing. And then that's when they kind of, you know, like, this pissed him. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, it's but so Gronk funny, is man. Gronk, man. It's you, you, what do you expect? Right. What I, more do you, you know, expect? I, it's so difficult to watch 
and I love it. I love that production because Peyton Manning has been one of the funniest people on the planet for a long time. And so has Eli, just his facial expressions. But dude, <laughs> <He's a dud. laughs> it was so hard for me to focus on the game yeah. and focus because on the dialogue because I'm like, they're laughing to you almost the entire time. <laughs> so I wanted, I, I like had like severe FOMO to miss a joke or something, you know? And I'm just like, Oh my God, dude, this is well, you great. Could, like, turn that on and then just like watch the game, <laughs> like the, the game actually in its own TV screen. Just so it's like, you can't do all of it at the same time. Because like, I, I was, I was watching that too. And I was like, Oh yeah, there's no way I can't, I can't stay glued on multiple walls. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm good. I was well, like, I they have don't to really... flip between. I have to flip between channels, man. Because <laughs> they aren't like giving actual, like, real legit analysis. They did the first week a little bit. Peyton's trying. He, you could tell he's like taking it super serious, and he's trying. That's what they but... bring on too. When they bring on people, it's yeah. it's a crapshoot. Yeah. It's really a crapshoot. <laughs> Who are you gonna get? What they're gonna say? I mean, Pat McAfee was. Hey, a different level of good, dude. It was just, uh, I was like, okay, man. No, McAfee's got, they should probably bring him on full time. No, well, he has his own deal. Like, McAfee's legit, man. He's well off. He's good. Dude, he's if, fun to watch, too, man. He's very, you know, he's hilarious. Oh, <laughs> Especially when he goes back to what he did on the field and he yeah. narrates it. It's hilarious. <laughs> I never thought about it, but looking back, I was like, Damn, he was a badass putter who could put a good hit. Never thought about it at the time. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's funny because I remember he was, uh, God, what was he talking? Yeah, when he hopped on with the Manny Brothers, I was watching the like highlights or whatever. And yeah, when he hopped on, he's like, Peyton's like, my buddy. Yeah, yeah. And Pat's like face is just like gritted ear to ear. And they were talking to him about, uh, about of course it is. Him and his buddy uh, Aaron Rodgers, he's like, oh, I guess you're good buds with Aaron Rodgers. He's like, I don't know where this came out. We just kind of like the first time I really met him and stuff was like, you know, like he was like, I we're not like, like the only few times I've seen him and spoken to him is on the show and stuff. And he's like, he's like, what are you guys talking about? He's like, I, I didn't do any of that. That just happened. <laughs> just using you for a platform, basically. <laughs> oh man, and I, I. The one thing that I'm kind of enjoying, like this year, I've I've seen I think already these last two games, like the commentary crew is like not people I normally we normally get in our games, and it's it's kind of nice. I like a variety of commentary in the games because if look, I just I'm gonna say this till the end of my days, I'm just not a fan of Joe Buck and Trey Edmund. They suck. Yep. They're, I they, yeah, they got great football knowledge, but they sound the same. They're really the one. Yeah, man, man, man. Like I, I don't mind Trey Aikman. I might. I much rather yeah. listen to Collinsworth and Al Michaels. Oh, oh God, I don't know, no, I don't know about no, that. no way. <laughs> Al Michaels. Okay, Collinsworth. Collinsworth can go Al suck Michaels it. Is a goat. But yeah, Collinsworth. Yeah, no. He could oh, suck it. That guy can. Mm, he is oh. such a homer for his teams. Oh, dude, I he can't. Is so biased. It's almost like watching Skip Bayless. Collinsworth. <laughs> it's almost like Skip Bayless. It's true. Almost, dude. But yeah, he's so uh, especially when the Eagles play. Like he always downplay. I just he I can't. He's the Eagles, mm. man. Dan Collinsworth. Well, I, I used to and and you can though. like you can tell. You can tell. When, when the Eagles are on a drive, he's just like, ah, yeah, whatever. 
cool. It's, it's, but if Dak funny. Prescott makes a freaking three yard pass, that was the best pass I've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's, it's, <laughs> That's true. Oh, my it's, God. Or don't get me even, don't even get me started with Tom Brady. I know he's the GOAT, but even he has bad passes sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's it's oh, man, it's so funny because like whenever somebody that they like does something good, they will talk about it for like the whole next quarter and go back to like, well, I understand Russell Wilson's going off for like 300 yards in the second quarter with seven touchdowns to Tyler Lockett. But here's a great play from Tom Brady who really strolls you. And you're just like, what? <laughs> what? Why are we talking? Cause I remember there was a game last year where they were doing that. And I brought it up when we were talking about our podcast where I was like, there's, we were like driving on field and like converting, getting touch, and they were talking about something completely different about the other team of like how good they were. I'm like, we just scored on them, and you're talking about how good their defense is. I'm like, uh, what? Like, I I don't know. I don't. I'm not as critical as a lot of them because I'm just like I'm so used to the same old voices, you know. Where it's just like when you when I hear Collinsworth, I used to despise Collinsworth. I used to hate him so much, and then there just came a point where I was just like. This goofy, unique voiced guy is just like this, you know, he's always wearing the same clothes, like the same little zip up little fleece jacket with Al Michaels. And he just like every single time I see him, I'm like, he has to be like high or something, right? Because <laughs> every single time, I, I, he just always like, now here's a guy, now here's a guy, now here's a guy. And I just want to get that audio clip and just put pictures of like random stock photos of people and just be like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> hey, that's a really no, good idea, actually. Note no, no, no to self, let's be get the whole video thing going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's actually really good. <laughs> now here's a guy. Now here's a guy. Now here's a guy green grounded. <laughs> I still but, would um, I still would think uh Romo needs to be tossed into the A team. I oh, think he's dude, doing I, that. I I hundred percent agree. Romo hundred percent and CBS is like, nah, we'll give him millions of dollars to stay. Oh dude, yeah. Hell <laughs> well, I don't yeah, know, man. Are. Romo seems like he wants to golf a lot more. I don't know. I think he wants a lot more Coronas. Lime time. Let's go. <laughs> I'm getting Lime time. the one thing I like. <laughs> I did like. I'm a football fan. I like football a lot. Man, all of these commercials that are tailored for football fans are just so cringy and funny to me. Where they're just like every commercial is like you had a bad on you for a trip with the mid-team mattresses, and they're like, oh, hard meat. God get me. Go with your boys. Go fishing. Special. <laughs> and you're like, what? your facial expressions, dude, are killing me right now. <laughs> well, that's how you gotta do it. That's I, it's the exact same face I do for my Vin Diesel impression. Or <laughs> <laughs> just every single time I hey, see Vin Diesel, he's hashtag like, family. Hashtag family. Challenger. Challenger. <laughs> well, there's a when he did the when Vin Diesel did the voice for the Dodge commercial. I the first time I was like, is somebody talking? When I was like listening, and then at the end, he's just like, Dodge Challenger. And I was like, oh, that's Vin Diesel. What? <laughs> I, I didn't hear any of it before, and then I just heard Dodge Challenger, and I was like, okay, <laughs> cool, <laughs> sold, got it. So speaking of commercials, I know that we've we've spoken on this topic a little bit. 
but fantasy football, just because I saw a commercial earlier about fantasy football, fantasy football, how are you guys doing so far in your league? Sucking. I'm 0-2. Oh. In my, in my main league. I got I got smoked the first week, legit. I it was just it's the first week. Some went off, some didn't go off. Barkley and Gibson are killing me, flat out. They're just they're killing me. That's that's the main reason why is those two little bastards. Damn bastards. Uh, Bar- Barkley's pretty much a bench player right now, man. I wouldn't deal with that. He's just not that injury, man. It's it's in his head. It's in his head. You could see it when he runs. He's not the same. It's it's gonna take him a little while to get back to where he was. But I mean, yeah, I, I figure I figure Barkley will probably be. I think he'll be good next year because they, there's a lot of players that do that. Like like going back to Tyler Lockett, the year after he had gone through that, he he had a horrible injury, and then the following year he was a little more weak and he seemed a little more timid when he would catch the ball and he would like fall down and whatnot. But the following year after that, he just kind of like killed it. He felt like, you know, especially a year being off of like surgery and stuff and wanting to get back. Like he can't, I definitely understand it. And I think fantasy wise, Barkley may be better towards the second half of the year, but right now when he gets his, you know, football legs back under him, I'm probably going to bench him for Henderson at this point. Not bad. Not bad. Honestly, I'm two and oh also. Or I'm two and zero. Yeah, I was gonna say. I'm like, what are you talking about? Because <laughs> my two? team is pretty much uh, the greatest of all time. You you so, you were stacked, and I said that when you first said it. It might as well give you the ring now and the money. Yeah. So just for some people that are listening, this is this is my my fantasy team, and I can't believe I drafted this team. It's a two QB league. <laughs> and ridiculous. And no kicker. Oh, wait, no, one kicker, yeah. So Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Cooper Cup, Tyler Lockett, Derrick Henry, Miles Sanders, George Kittle, Cortland Sutton, Debo Samuel, <laughs> Leonard Fournette, Nelson Aguilar, Zach Ertz, Miles Gaskin, Devin Singletary, who's been a somewhat of a surprise, Cole Beasley, and it's full PPR league, with my defense being New Orleans and Kansas City. And then my kicker is uh, Ryan Suckup. And how many players in this league? Ten players. <laughs> Just how? Yeah. How? Henry being on the Quite literally been blowing people out. Yeah, I have two. I'm two and oh this year. I'm I'm first place by like a long shot <laughs> because I like my so last uh me I can go through my week up my uh my week by week. Uh, the f- uh, let me pull this out real quick. Yeah, the first two people I played, they just had monster weeks, like mm-hmm. just shit. Can't do it. Like Waller, how he would just went off week one. That's why I lost because of that. <clears throat> Last week it was because, uh, yeah, because of the two running backs. That, oh my gosh! I man, I feel. So last week I played my best bud and I beat him 160 to 87. Uh, yeah. And no, to put it to you like this, I have Buffalo's defense who had more points than any player on his entire team. 
The Buffalo defense got me 22 points. His highest player got 16.2 points, and that was Chris Godwin. Yeah, I have – I started Jameis Winston, who got me next to nothing, but he had Justin Herbert, and he only got four – he only had, like, six more points than him. Um, but I had A.G. Brown, who only went off for seven. Tyler Lockett, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Damien Harris, uh, Darren Waller, Cooper Cup, Harrison Butker, and Buffalo defense. And that week I won, yeah, last week I won 160.87. And the week prior to that, I won 155 to 122. So I've been like, this is the best I've done. And it's kind of worrisome because I'm like, the shoe's got to drop at some point. Like what's going to happen? Like my big worry is I don't have deep running backs. I literally only have, check. I think I only have three right now. And yeah, it's, I it's, got a few, I, but... Pick up Pollard, man. Yeah, if There's he's, no available. Way he's available. There's no, no way. Yeah, I, I mean, all I got is I have Damian Harris uh, or Christian McCaffrey. I don't include him because obviously he's just, you yeah. know, he's a given. <laughs> he's a given. He's <laughs> on your team. And then, but I have Damian Harris and Jamal Williams from Detroit, which is okay, but it's like those are my only two <laughs> other running backs, which kind of bums me out because every single time I need to go get one, I get – I get beat to the punch. So guess who just added Pollard? <laughs> now that we're talking about it. <laughs> nice. No way he was still on the waiver. What? Nobody picked him up. Ooh. Ooh. So the question is, do I keep in Harris or do I start Pollard? I would start Harris this week. And Henderson? I like the Henderson play. Personally. So I mean he's just riding my bench for now. But Kittle, man, yeah, Kittle's would, killing me, man. Until until there's a clear cut, he will get you ten ten points or more, you know. Kittle. What the hell, man? Kittle ain't getting jacked for me at all. I was I expecting him to put up some know? major points. Yeah, me either. But they'll come. He's just one of those. He, he's one of those. I wouldn't say he's a boomer bust, but he's one of those that will pop off for like forty points. It'll. It just comes in time. I know. I'm just being impatient. Yeah, uh, the, other question, the other question for you guys. Oh, Max, keep going before I. Didn't oh, I was just. I'm just looking at fantasy players that I have available. So you, go on. <laughs> well, I was going to say, what uh, what about surprises so far that you guys have felt in the league? Texans. Mm. Uh, how much though? How much on the Texans? Considering they surprise. Just... Well, is it going to continue? I think they're going to go down tonight easily. Maybe. I don't know about easily. I don't. I don't know about. I don't easily, have a quarterback, but... man. Their 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 backup got hurt. I know. So it's not out their backup backup. With Davis Mills. I don't know who it is, but. Yeah, you know, from Tyrod. I, mean, I, I wouldn't put money. I just on can't them. get to break. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put money on them. But so you, So the reverse of it. How sold are you on Carolina doing as well as they are? Yeah, they're pretty good too, man. I don't know if that's a surprise though. I think we kind of went into that knowing that Sam Darnold was a pretty good quarterback, and that they fit. were basically a quarterback away. You know. So and, and I mean, it's Matt Rule's second year too. 
and they have a new quarterback. Like I, I anticipate them to be better going forward, considering the decline of the Falcons. And I mean, now you can say what you want about it, but maybe the Saints too, considering the crap storm that they put up last week. So well, again, and who are the Saints at this point? Everybody was talking. Oh, they blew out the pack. Are they really that good? And then choose on the other foot this past weekend. Going to be consistency with the Saints, man. And we kind of knew that. Winston. You know, history history has showed us that Winston is super inconsistent. So It's a roller coaster again. Mm-hmm. I know, picked him up and started him, but Saints I immediately dropped him this week. Yeah. Any others? Another, Yeah, another one. I'm kind of surprised by are the Broncos. I didn't think they were going to be as good as they are or as good as they look so far. Well, we'll, we'll see. Even with Judy out, we'll see how much that's going to play a play a factor in the long run. Um, who's your quarterback again? I always forget. Bridgewater. Teddy. That's right. Good old Teddy. Good old Tedster. Yeah. I mean, they have a good quarterback. We'll see. Give it a little bit more time. What about the Raiders? Are they really as good as what we've seen the past couple of weeks? Um, I wouldn't say they're a surprise, though. No, I I think this is this is what I tell my buddy who is a Raiders fan. It's it's about time. That's like, what I was about to say right now. Is like I think it's just about time. You it, know, it's it's within. Wait, how long has it been? It's been four years, five years. Four, <laughs> since, yeah, four years. Since Gruden's come up, it's about that time to say, "All right, dude, this is your team. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with it? You need to. You have to. You have to win at least one playoff game, minimum. Minimum. Saying a lot, but you kind of need to at this point just to show the fan base and the ownership that this that what you're doing is in fact working. Have to. If yeah. not." I think it's going to, the question is going to start coming up is, did we make the right hire? Is it time to go on? Because they still have what? How many number ones next year? They have two, right? I think they need to win a minimum of 10 games. Is because remember that that division is also stacked. Yeah, mm-hmm. it so is. It is. They need to win at, at a minimum 10 games. And I think that the Raider Nation will be. Pretty content with that, based like, based on the division itself. Mm. I think that they will be all right with just winning ten games. No playoffs. Ten ten games. I don't know if they make it, dude. I I think they need to. They they. I think they need. Regardless of win losses, they have to get a spot. They got to get a seat at the table. Just don't. I don't. I don't see saying, how they get in. Man. I'm just saying, like they they they're gonna have to figure out a way. They're gonna have to take down the chefs at some point. Yeah, Ravens. You know, they have to. They have to go through the Broncos, who look like they have a really stacked defense. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the Broncos are gonna lose a game at home. It doesn't look likely. You know, I mean, let's and, again. I I think it's for me personally. I think this and is the Chargers. Like, it's way too early to like call any of this of like I don't think they're gonna win a game at home. Like I don't. I think the the Broncos are susceptible to losing at home. 
It's different. It's different up there, man. Okay, look. Yeah, it that's is true. That's true. Look what? at their first. Their first. The Broncos' first three opponents are the Giants, the yeah. Jaguars, and the Jets. Like, so put all my money I mean? on, like, on I, the Broncos this week. If you want to, unless you think. <laughs> so, I, think I mean, fair bet. I mean, they got they got Daniel Jones, Trevor Lawrence, and Zach Wilson. Daniel Jones isn't that bad. I I just don't see how people think Daniel Jones is horrible when literally everything I'm around him in, is so bad. Like comparatively, he's fast too. Like, Dude, that, like, did you know that his combine number was like a four eight terrible or something like that? Yeah, it was terrible. There's there's just no way, right? Not seeing what we're well then like when we're burning DBs, man. It's and that's that's always my issue when it comes to uh, combine. Yeah, combine is it's structured. It's not game time. It's not in the moment. You know what I mean? It's it's completely different. That's all I can really say. Yeah, it's, it's <clears throat> it'll be interesting to see because again, this is we got a long season and. Two games in, I mean, like the first six quarters of the Seahawks is here. Fantastic. I'm on cloud nine. <laughs> uh, the last, the most recent two quarters, as far as I'm concerned, that's just 2020 on them. And I'm going to leave them back there because I ain't bringing them with. <laughs> Cause, uh, that's it's fair. Just... I, still, I still hold very low expectations for the Eagles. So, Well, well also, you remember how – last year how we were like on pace to like have like the most yards allowed in the season and it just you're you and the cowboys were uh were yeah, fighting, the cowboys were fighting for it yeah. <laughs> and, well the cowboys are looks like they're still going for it this year right <laughs> yeah they're not doing great <laughs> they're, they're bottom they're two. Deep, like it, what would make me happy as uh you know a friend of you guys is to see the cowboys just let jalen hurts go for over 300 with like three or four touchdowns. That'd be like beautiful to me to watch of like, you get birth, you get a couple like nice deep passes that satisfy George's need. And, you know, <laughs> and once one is a long touchdown to Devontae Smith and the other one could be to a second read. It's got to go to a second read though. <laughs> I would. Oh my God! You have no idea how, how how happy I would be if that happened. If he were to look one way, see that it's not there, look the other way, and then throw the ball, I would be very happy with that. And it's not a checkdown. But he's like, hmm, that read's not there. Meanwhile, he's already like 10 yards downfield running. He's like, hmm, I guess there goes my first read as he's running. It's like, there it goes. It's like block for me second read. I think I think this game is going to it's going to be closer than what we think. But I'm I'm with Lloyd. I think we still lose it. It's at it's at the Cowboys. We never yeah. really do well. Yeah. It's like I told uh, one of my bosses back east. I'm like, hey, I'll give you this round, but we'll beat you when it counts the most. At the end of the year. Nah, they'll beat themselves. <laughs> that too, Stephen A. <laughs> they will always find a way. And it is true. 20 plus years of proven fact. They will find a way to ruin it. You just give the fans a little bit of a glimmer and they go buck wild nuts. But when you really get down to it, they just let you down. That's, 
I'm looking at the turnover differential so far this season, and the Eagles are just at flat zero. They have zero across the board on everything. Yeah, but the Cowboys turned- are plus four. They have the yeah, most. I know. We haven't turned over. We haven't caused any fumbles or picks or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, you haven't let, you let you haven't caused them and you haven't let them. So it's like it's it's nice. It's it's a good That's balance right now. It's it, yeah. like we have we have we're at plus one, but we uh we've we've fumbled once, but um. I mean, yeah, there's yeah, – it's funny, just flat zeros across the board, no nothing. I mean, you that's kind of what you want to see mm-hmm. too. You know, You'd know, you rather so. have that than the minus, the freaking minus column. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, oh, I would yeah. rather be the Cowboys with plus four because that would mean we're, you know, Oof. probably the best team in the NFL. But That's one thing that I'll give them is the way that they're attacking people is different this year. You saw that against Tampa. They're they're going. They're trying for fumbles more now than they were before, and they're getting a little bit more. We'll see if it continues, though. Lots so, of in left. So uh, sure. just go back to the Broncos. Uh, you know Bradley Chubb's going to be out six, seven, to eight weeks. Yeah, I heard about that earlier Damn. before we jumped on. Yeah, that's, he got uh, he had ankle surgery, so. There might be a chance they lose at home this year. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Going back to that. I mean, the, for their first two <laughs> games, yeah, it's funny because you're like, I don't think they're going to lose at home this year. They haven't played at home yet. Yeah, they probably won't. I think they're so undefeated that, that, at home that so would, far. That I would make them right. a 10-win team. You know what? I'm going to put my money on the Jets now. Just because Max has such a <laughs> depressing view on the Broncos. Payback for last week. I was just, <laughs> away. I was just blown away that uh, you were like, I don't think they're like, they're the next I don't think they will, man. There. I think they're really well coached right now. Sure, if you man. beat up on on bad teams, that's what you that's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. When you lose to good teams in a good way, mm-hmm. that's fine. But when you beat up on bad teams, that's when you know that you're well, you're better coached than those bad teams. Mm-hmm. Man, I I will say I think my one one of the biggest surprises I have so far is the Cardinals because they're putting up some big old numbers. But Max, come on, is that a surprise? That roster is just so stacked, and they mm-hmm. did well last year too. Yeah, they um, yeah they did well. They didn't make the playoffs, but they did well. Um, yeah, I mean, that division is crazy. Literally I'm just waiting because nuts. because last year was similar where they 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 killed it in the beginning. They were everyone's like, guys, watch out, get ready. And then second half, bye bye. They just kind of imploded, and they didn't yeah. make the playoffs, and they didn't come up clutch when they needed to. So this is going to be an interesting year to see if they actually are able to, you know, get something going because they don't they're not rushing the ball much, so. I mean, like, I wonder if you try to take away their pass game, what happens? Kyler Murray will just run the ball? We'll definitely see. Because <clears throat> there is, what, now there's 17 games, 15 games left? Yeah, a lot of season left. But yeah. this has been a long one, fellas. It's one, yeah. one of our longest ones. <laughs> but uh, any lasting thoughts before we sign off for this week? Surprise pick and then sign off. Eagles, we'll Eagles, Eagles are bad. 
Surprise That's pick. It. Surprise pick. For this upcoming week. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Um, let's see. Surprise pick. Surprise pick. I think. Surprise pick. I'm gonna go with. <laughs> I stump you guys. With, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, with I'm gonna go with Washington. I was. Thinking the same thing, you took it out of my. <laughs> that's exactly what I was gonna say. Better now. I, I like that that's game chill. a lot. It's the defense, and Washington has been sucking. That's why. Yep. Oh man, I think. <sighs> San Francisco wow. is okay. favored over the Packers. Mm-hmm. It's at San Fran, and Green Bay did get Sunday night game by the Saints. But the week, the first week, but I mean, they obviously got it together against the Lions. But I think, honestly, my surprise pick. Uh, no, this is, oh, you know what? No, that's a better pick. I'm going to go Cincinnati. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I was going to pick Jacksonville to take out Arizona, but I was like, mm, that's too personal. No I, don't think, <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> so it's like, I'm going to go Cincinnati. I trust Joe Burrow and Jamal Oh, you Chase. know, oh my God, before before we head out, you know who's another surprise? It's the Lions. How well they're kind of playing. Mm. Yeah. I mean, they're. they're Dude, Jared Goff is there. actually really, really good, like doing really, really well. Nah. Uh, I, don't I don't know, know. how you can deny that, dude. Wilson, no. Seventeen points against the ba- against the pack. Nah, don't Did think you watch so. The game, it half really, of it. He played really well. Scoreboard doesn't show it. I know it sucks, man. But <laughs> he, played, he actually played really well, and it's hey. not his fault that his defense is just so bad. Hey, we could say the same thing about us too. Oh yeah, for sure. Same thing. But I mean, no, clearly whatever is better than Jalen Hurts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jared Goff is clearly better than Jalen Hurts. It's not even that's not even debatable. Not even debatable. I mean, you can't prove, you can't prove me otherwise. You can't change debatable. my mind. Well, I'm not can't even change my mind. mind. I'm not trying to cheat your mind. That's a lost cause. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <It> is gone. <laughs> so, so, so my super surprise is going to be the Chargers over over Casey. Dang, Casey's going to go down two weeks in a row, huh? At home. After the Chargers just Bryson, okay. lost to the Cowboys. Huh? Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's going to be a good game, actually. Yeah, High I mean, is. Well, I have a question. Yeah, is Derwin James healthy? Uh, he's <laughs> at, his toe. He's, she should be fine, but it's questionable. I was just listening oh, to it earlier. Oh, my gosh. He's questionable again. My, dude, yeah. this guy is the most talented. Yeah, it's honestly like a super sad story, it's, man, it's, to be it's, honest. It sucks, man. It's like, yeah, it's bums me out. Oh, did you see that uh, Josh Gordon? Yeah, um, okay. yeah. Can he? That constant battle. You know, I hope. I wish him well. I really do. <laughs> I love that. It's just I wish him well, but that's it. I wish him well I and wish him good well, luck. But the NFL, I think, is just. 
I think it's a, I think it's a done, done deal. At this point, mm. it's been too many chances. Too many chances. I agree, man. How are you going to give this man many chances and others are just starving for a chance? Yeah, no kidding. Mm. Yeah. But we can save that for next week, fellas. Yeah. We'll catch everybody else on week three. Have a good one. Bye.